Welcome to Healing Conversations. I'm Jamie. And I'm Jen. And here we talk about all things healing from spiritual, emotional, and relational. We will share about our healing journey and point to the one who does bring healing. So have a seat and make yourself comfortable as we dive deep into the well of healing. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Healing Conversations. I am your host, Jamie, and I'm here with my beautiful and wonderful wife, Jennifer. Hey, guys. And uh, we have been going through the last couple of weeks over just sharing our story of where we've been and where God has brought us to this point now and being able to have the healing that he's brought and living in that that healing and, and really being able to uh, embrace that. And, and we've wanted to share this with, with everybody, you listening right now. Uh, we wanted to share it with people so that you can also be able to experience and live in the healing that God has for you. Because I know that he wants everyone uh, to live in that state of healing, to be healed mm-hmm. from whatever uh, it is that's going on in their life, whether that's spiritual, emotional, uh, relational, and, and in those areas. And so there's plenty of opportunities uh, to look at, okay, well, where do we need healing? And, you know, for us, we've shared just really our story and, and coming out of the ministry. And uh, we've actually talked about and shared a little bit about this, uh, but this idea of identity. And, um, you know, we can, we're going to take this segment to kind of be able to talk about that. But really for us, that has been kind of something that we've really wrestled with and that God has really been able to show us really his true identity uh, that he has for us. And so we've, we've really been able to, to talk about that, but uh, I'd love for you to share uh, just where you've seen uh, God really be able to bring out your true identity mm-hmm. uh, in who he's created you to be. Yeah. So really it, it started with the, the hurt and the pain. Uh, last couple episodes, we've, I've kind of shared like where, where it started for me to, to really see God and to, um, to begin to hear from him. And it was in 2020 in the summer when just, when I was just like, okay, I'm done. I'm ready to receive help for myself. And it was through that when I began to, to discover, you know, how can I, how can I, yeah, get help for myself? How can I find healing? How can I, yeah. And so it was probably not until the next mm, couple months later. So maybe this would be like the fall of 2020 when I really started begin, beginning to meet with my mentor, uh, Lori Thomas. And she started to do what's called listening prayer and it's basically where we well okay I need to I need to back up just just slightly before I get to that but back up to I don't know it's probably like a year or two before that when I we just had one kid (laughs) so Judah was like 18 months old and I was just really struggling as a mom I was just like so I just needed a, a mom break uh, you other moms know exactly what I'm talking about. And so I actually, I told Jamie, I was like, I got to get away for a day or two. So he's like, okay, you know. And so he took Judah with him to work, which is so funny. But anyway, so I got away for a couple of days and I, uh, 
I don't, I don't remember if I was talking to Lori first or she reached out to me, but either way, she asked me, you know, what's up? And I was telling her, you know, I'm just really struggling and told her, you know, I was getting away. And so she's like, okay, where are you at? And so I told her, and this is like 30 minutes away. And so, I mean, not like super close. So she's like, okay, I'm coming. So she comes to the, the place that I'm staying and she begins to minister. She we, she starts asking a bunch of questions. She starts just diving in deep with, you know, my identity, basically like who I thought I was and, and what I put on myself and as a mom and, you know, the expectations and all those things. And she begins to kind of dive in and just, you know, bring things out to light. And so, and then we also pray through that. And yeah, there's a lot of things that were revealed and just a lot of healing that already be like started beginning at that moment and this was again this is a couple years before 2020 so anyway so now fast forward to 2020 and I start meeting with her kind of more on a regular basis and we start doing some listening prayer which is basically where uh it's super awkward at first because you've just never done it before but it's basically where you do it with you can do it by yourself but it's better to do it with other people other believers um probably like one or two not a whole bunch of people but you you have a time where you you sit and you ask the lord you ask the spirit to reveal where you know where he would want you to start or you start asking a question or you know wherever you feel led to begin you start that way. But what is why it's called listening prayer is because a lot of times as believers, we're super great at praying and telling God all the things that we're asking for and um, all those things. And then we just kind of, we walk away. It's kind of like a little text message and we just, you know, send the message and then we walk, we put our phones down and go about our day. And but what listening prayer does is actually we ask a question and we sit there and we wait and we listen for the Lord's voice. And it can be hard at first because, you know, it's like, <laughs> I mean, I remember when we were doing it, Jamie and I were doing it and he's just like, this, you know, what's, what's going on? This is kind of like different. This is weird. Yeah. yeah you're just sitting at awkwardness and kind of like, oh, okay, this is different. Yeah. Like you know? we're just sitting. But the, and then you got so many things just going on in yes. your mind that it's so hard to just kind of sit there in the quietness. Uh-huh. You're thinking, oh my gosh, you know, okay, I got cookies in the oven yeah. or, you know, something like something's going on. This. Yeah. Kids yeah. are doing something that's going crazy. And so it's, it's hard to be able to focus, yeah. but, but which yes. is why you, you really need to do it when you're on, you're not distracted, which is the best time to do it. Yeah. But so you're listening for the Lord's voice. Well, how does the Lord speak to us? I bet you all of all of you guys have heard his voice at one point or another, probably multiple times, probably actually every day, and we just don't realize it. Um, yeah. He can speak to us through, yes, we know scripture, right? Scripture is absolute, but he also can speak through visions, through pictures, through memories, through colors, through sounds, through emotions, through... Um, Let's see what else. They're just words. A lot of times the way he speaks to me is just through words. Um, So he's just literally like he's having a conversation with us, which he is. And so he can, that's, that's many of the ways that he, he responds to us. And so 
when you do listening prayer, you're doing that with a, a person who's interceding for you. They're listening as well. They're asking the Holy Spirit on behalf of you. And so that's what Lori and I were doing. And so she taught me how to do that. And oh my goodness, guys, when you start doing this, you, you're going to be blown away at how much he speaks to us and how much it's, I mean, it, it, it hits you right on the head. Like it's, it's not just like a beat around, you know, mushy, gushy, like a riddle or something, right? Like, oh, I got to figure out this riddle. No, like that's not God. That's not our Lord. So when he speaks, he is just confirmation. It's just, it's truth. It's on point. You feel peace. Um, anyway, so, so yeah, when we started doing a lot of that is when I began to realize and the Lord showed places that I thought was my identity. I thought my identity was, you know, as a mom. And so as a mom, I needed to be, you know, I needed to teach my kids all the right things and discipline and, you know, keep them from harm and, and keep them happy and just do all these things. And I thought that was part of my identity. And then I also thought, okay, well, I'm also supposed to be this great, you know, supportive wife and, you know, just be a, uh, serve in the church, be there, never miss a Sunday, that kind of thing. And so I started thinking that was, you know, my identity. Well, the Lord began to show me that I had begun to put these weights on me as my identity. And that was not, um, and I could tell because I was getting burned out. If I was getting burnt out, that's not him. You know, I, if you're getting burned out, it's because you're wearing, you're putting more on that he's not asked you to do. Uh, that is a huge, huge, like red flag right there. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, so yeah, that's kind of where it started for me as far as my Denny. Um, it, started with hearing from the Lord because he's the only one who can show you, you know, who you, the lies that you have believed about who you are. And he, when he reveals those, then he's able to speak truth into those. And when you agree with them is when healing begins. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. What about I love you, that. babe? <laughs> when, when did your... When did the Lord start to reveal to you that your identity was, I guess, stolen, like a stolen or a, uh, what do they call it, compromised? Put in the wrong place. Identity, yeah. Gosh, I'm for me, it was really whenever it was us stepping out of the, the ministry, the pastoral ministry. And like I had said before in one of the earlier episodes that my identity was almost wrapped up in, in being a, a pastor Mm -hmm. that that's who I was supposed to be. That's who I'm called to be. And so it was really the, this, I, this idea really that if I'm not a pastor, I'm a nobody. (laughs) Yeah. And that's really kind of how it was for me is just, okay, like I'm a nobody if, if I'm not in ministry and you know, my dad's in ministry, my, my brother's in ministry, my uncle's in ministry. And it's like, there's a lot of these family members that we have and close people. And I mean, I went to college, Bible college 
for this purpose. And I graduated with a ton of people who had like the same calling, quote unquote, that they were supposed to be pastors and, and church leaders and everything. And so then it's like, you know, you kind of go into that and you're like, okay, like, you know, I'm going to carry this baton. Somebody's handed it off to me. I'm going to carry it and I'm going to be able to, to walk with that and be able to carry it as far as I can. And so for me, stepping out of the ministry was really that eye opener to, to see really just who I was Mm -hmm. and really be able to begin stripping away those different layers. I mean, we, we, we talked about this so much through this, this healing journey that it's, it's like God is pulling back those onion layers to really be able to go down to the core of it and really be able to identify who you really are. Mm -hmm. The root. Yeah. Yeah. Go down to the root and identify who you are. And so for me, being able to, that first onion layer to pull off was really like mm. stepping out of that ministry. And it's just like, okay, it had to happen. It had to happen so that I could begin to say, look at it more of in the sense that, okay, God, it's not my calling or my vocation that defines who I am. Who I am is really actually defined by you, God. Mm. And so that was really the start for me was really being able to identify that true identity. And I mean, it's so funny. It's like, he's still just identifying, just bringing out more things that you're kind of like, wow, like I didn't even think about this. And I've been on this journey now for, you know, like a year and a half. And it's just like, oh my gosh, this is crazy that he's still doing that even to this day, like Mm -hmm. showing just more of who you are. And it's just, it's really even almost kind of like that whole, um, the table turning example that it's like he turns the tables over on what we actually thought and believed who we really are. And that's when, you know, okay, he's really starting to do something Mm. when those tables are turned over because we've just thought, Oh, well, this is who I am. And this is what I've, yeah, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. And we've believed it. We've believed it for so long. Yeah. I mean, how have we believed it? Because we've, been deceived i mean absolutely guys, the yeah. enemy is crafty like there, he is sly sneaky he's smart he watches us he knows humans he knows you know our actions he you know we're 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 exactly like our ancestors we're not any different and yeah. so he pays attention and he is very deceptive that's one of his I guess names you you could say is is deceiver and how do we know we're deceived well that's part of it is you don't yeah (laughs) and so when we have believed you know that we are not who God says we are where you know where has that come from then right Mm -hmm. like yeah maybe some of it's come from ourselves but most of the time it's the enemy that's implanted a lie in there from way back when i mean guys these lies begin as a child it's not something that's like oh an adult okay he told me this when i was 18 you know it's it's something that he puts in as a child so when we start to believe you know as a child that we are just we're not smart we're not a smart person because someone told us that we're not smart or that maybe someone did tell us oh you're you're gonna be a great preacher one day or you're going to be a great pastor or you're going to be I don't know like a good counselor one day or something like those things you know we could start to believe those things and not that they I don't know if we could say that they're lies I don't know but I mean 
when we start to believe them as true and without asking the Lord, is this who I am? Then we can, you know, begin to believe those things. And yeah, later down the road, you're like, well, uh, maybe not. Maybe that's not actually who who he's called me to be. Yeah. Yeah. Really. uh, I mean, identifying your enemy, Um, you know, you, you go, go into war. No war is actually won by any military that goes in without actually knowing who their enemy is. And just like you said, like he knows who we are. He actually, in some places, probably even knows us better than we even know ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so really to take that step of really identifying who you are and, and that journey of healing is okay, like we have to identify this enemy that we have who is, you know, Peter talks about that. He's, he's a, he's a a roaring, a lion who's seeking whom he's going to devour. And and it's, that's really who he is. And we, we talk about that so much in church and it's just Mm kind of like this, this super, oh yeah. Oh cool. Yeah. We, we got to watch out for him, but he's really kind of like more in like the the subtle ways of how Mm -hmm. he's, he's taught, um, deceiving us yes you know thinking about it when you were talking that in my thought of like okay well where did I get that I that thought that it's like I had to be in ministry and growing up it's like you're hearing all of these these pastors they're they're talking about oh the, the laborers are few and we need more pastors we need more this and you know God is calling us to everybody's called to, to be in ministry and which I believe they are but not everybody's called to be in full-time vocational ministry. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you know, in those ways, like Satan's like using those, well, we can say they're truths, you know, that yes, the laborers are few Mm -hmm. and the the harvest is plentiful and that it's those truths. But, and then he takes those truths and then he implants them in us to believe that it's like almost without us, nothing can be accomplished. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's where for me, it was just like, that was how I had grown up in, into my identity that that this is who I am. Like I have to go out there and God wants me to be a preacher because the laborers are few. And I mean, it goes down into my DNA. You know, I was born in the church. <laughs> it's just like, like they was born into that, you know? And so now God wants me to be a part of that too. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's, it, we have to understand and we have to know really who our enemy is and, and really, to fight his tactics and mm-hmm. and not be deceived through those things, through those ideas. And part of the deception probably begins with the deception that he's just kind of, uh, yeah, like off in the distance working, just kind of like, yeah, you know, there's Satan. Yeah, I know he tempts us and, you know, he tempts me to look at pornography and then he tempts me to like uh, yell at my kids or something. Take and that's control. It. I don't know, like when you start to just think he's kind of in the backseat or he's just in the background, like that's the number one deception right there. He doesn't want anybody to believe, especially the church that he is prowling around that he is, I mean, he is watching. He is. Yeah. (laughs) And so if you believe that, you know, Oh, I don't really have to worry about Satan or let's just not talk about it. Mm -hmm. That's like the number one mistake right there i mean we start we're starting right now we have been for a while but we we teach our kids how to like see the enemy i mean i heard somebody say it like 
oh, I think it was, oh, yeah, it was Heidi St. John. She was talking about how she, you know, teaches her kids or shows them, asks them the questions like, hey, do you see over there where that pad of grass has been, has been, um, like smashed like where the enemy where the lion you know has been laying down right there like do you see that like just basically pointing out the areas where the enemy has been last night we were sitting down and we were watching the boys play for a little bit before bedtime and the last couple days have been just super rough for our family I mean the enemy has attacked big time the uh our little girl she's five months old and she's she's been super sick the last couple of days, which is just insane. unexplainable, insane. And I mean, of course that makes us worn out. And then the boys were, you know, my three-year-olds like super weepy and whiny the last couple of days. And anyways, all of this craziness and I'm just, just watching them play. And then it's time to like, you know, talk and read a book and pray. And I just, you know, start asking the boys. I'm just like, you know, has anybody else been, you know, super sad today or just really having a hard day. And they're like, yeah, me, me. And so I was like, you know, is it real? It's really hard for us to be kind to one another, isn't it? Whenever we are, you know, so basically I'm just like showing them and helping them understand when we are tired, when we are, you know, sick, whatever, like that the enemy loves to devour and divide and, you know, keep, uh, keep our family bickering at each other and, and distant from each other. And so, you know, it's things like that is just teaching them at a young age, yeah. you know, how to even notice the enemy. So if you believe, have believed that he's not really there or that it's no big deal, don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's in scripture everywhere. Don't be deceived. Don't be misled that he is not there and that he wants to devour you and your family he wants to devour your kids your husband your wife your your family and so knowing that he is there uh, is number one but I would say also number two I would start learning about what kind of uh what kind of angel (laughs) he is because we all know that he you know he's an angel that yeah fell and so yeah beginning to know who he is, how he works, why he's so angry. <laughs> and uh, yeah, because yeah, like you said with the war, you need to know your enemy. You need to know how they work. Yeah. You know. And it's, it's really kind of like this idea of um, the movies. You see that all the time of that there is this this enemy there's there's somebody bad and then for somehow and some reason it's almost kind of like one person can talk him off the ledge to where he's you know changes his mind he's not a, an evil person anymore and, like the grinch you know it's just like he's this <laughs> evil person and then sweet little whatever Cindy Lou Cindy Lou who <laughs> brings him back and then he's like now this lovable green monster that everybody loves and and it's like that's not how satan is like he hates and i repeat that he hates you and i if we have a relationship with jesus christ we're on his hit list Mm -hmm. he's like we you frown you're going down baby like don't don't give into that like 
we have to be able to say, okay, like he really does hate us and there is no talking him talking that good side out of him you you always hear that in the movies oh i'm i'm going to talk him down or you know he's there is some hope in there like no satan has no hope mm-hmm. there is no hope for him he is he is so determined determined yes he is so determined to bring you down and if you're going through life and you're like well i'm not just not feeling satan's attacks on me very much well mm. he's deceived you plenty to where mm-hmm. you haven't even I'd been able to identify those because mm-hmm. he's attacking and if you're not like if you're thinking that same thing well then maybe you're not where god wants you to be because if you're just flowed through life and you're doing this kind of like on your own and you're just like hey i'm going to kind of like swing and, and sl- glide right underneath the radar like mm-hmm. now nah, it's it's it, you can't happen you may like, be right where he wants you yeah where exactly you're not being effective you know it, exactly the only way to to be effective to know your identity is to be able to understand him and know how to defeat and when we say defeat it's not like a you go into battle with him you don't you we do not fight we are not called to fight we are called to stand firm we're called to put on our armor mm-hmm. and yep. a, a lot, let's see, someone told me to, I can't even remember who it was, but they said that the way to, uh, I, I can't remember how it was worded, but it was basically like we, the, the power of the enemy is in his lie, right? So mm-hmm. if yep. we believe that lie, he, we give him the power. And so in order to, defeat him is to out truth him when he yeah. brings us those lies is to say no so like you know if i if like this last couple of days we've been you know struggling with jemmy being sick and the boys being extra you know off, Weepy off the wall and <laughs> yeah and so it's easy to be like okay they're doing that to make me angry or they're doing that to just be annoying or they're they're doing that or oh they're just whatever you know the lies could be anything but whenever you start to be like hold on a second interrogate that Mm -hmm. ask yourself okay is that actually true are they behaving are they weeping because they're just bad children or that they just they're so ungrateful or whatever you know are they doing that because they're just trying to make my life more miserable no so whenever you understand when you hear the lies you interrogate them and you out truth them with no that is not true boom you've already disarmed him i mean just like that yeah yeah and it's i mean good grief this is going to be a out truth session or debate that you're going to be going through for the rest of your life (laughs) oh yeah it's not like here okay we we've we've identified our enemy and so then you know okay let's let's fight this and and you start it man that battle is going to be going on for the rest of your life Mm -hmm. i mean even still to this day like you know, I'll joke around with Jen that it's like I'm having more conversations with Satan telling him to get away than what I am with God throughout the day. It's like, you know, you come and you're driving down the road and it's like, boom, you get this thought and you're like, oh, my gosh, like this is going to rabbit trail into something where I don't want it to go. And then I'm like, 
Satan, I command you to leave in the name of Jesus to go where you belong and to never return. And it's like, I'm saying those constantly throughout the day. And then I'm like, when is this ever going to end? When is this ever going to end? Of course, we know it's, it's going to end when we're all standing before Jesus in eternity. But until that day, we are always going to have this battle. And we have to stand strong and saying, first of all, that it's like, if we're a son and daughter of, of Jesus, then Satan has no power over us. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it was described to me this way by you. It's almost kind of like we invite Satan in to oh, sit at yeah. our dinner table. And then we're like, okay, but you have to leave at the end of the day. Right. Cause you, can't, you have to go. You can't stay if you know, if you're a believer, you yeah. cannot reside in you. You, you cannot be possessed. Yes. Yes. We do but, not. We, if you're a believer, you cannot be possessed by, by Satan, but he can oppress. Mm-hmm. He can oppress. Like you're inviting him in. Absolutely. To sit at your table. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, you need to go home now. You know, the end of the day, it's time to go home. And then you're like, okay, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Right yeah. yeah. It's like you know, this open invitation to always come back and I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's going to be a fight that you're going to fight for the rest of your life, but we have to out-truth him. Mm-hmm. We have to out-truth him. Yeah. And I will say that this, this part takes other, another believer, other people to mm-hmm. walk alongside you. They, I cannot tell you, like I would not have been able to get anywhere if Lori had not began to meet with me and began to show me that like I didn't know any of this I didn't even know how to hear from the Lord and she didn't either right before not too long before she started showing me and and meeting with me about that she somebody else actually started meeting with her because she asked that Lori said okay how do you how do you hear from the Lord like that like how does he speak to you so clearly like that And so she learned. And so after that, you know, she replicated that and she showed, then showed me how to hear from him. And now that's like my heart is to, is to help others to, to hear from him and to see the lies, the deception of the enemy and to find healing. I mean, yeah. So I would say find somebody that can do this with you. If you guys don't don't really have anybody that you know of that already does listening prayer, maybe grab them and be like, hey, listen to this podcast or even just reach out to us and we can send you. If you don't want to meet with us, which I would love if you guys did. Right. Because I love to meet with people and and just do some listening prayer together and, and see, you know, where the Holy Spirit takes it. But if you, you know, you have a really great friend that you want to do this with, I highly recommend, you know, talking about it, maybe listening to this podcast first or, or whatever. It's not like rocket science. Like sometimes we think, oh my goodness, I don't know if I want to do the wrong thing. You can't do the wrong thing. <laughs> but it does, I think, take like their strength in numbers. So whenever you have another one next to you, and able to listen and intercede for you, that is so beneficial. Uh, I think I mentioned last week that Jamie and I do that all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. whenever we're struggling, when one of us is struggling or both of us, we will, after the kids go down for bed or during nap time, we will pray. We will do some listening prayer together. And it's just super awesome to see how the Lord like answers. And oh my goodness, yeah. I just I would love to share more about it. We don't probably have time. 
because it's getting late, but I would love to share more about like, yeah, what that looks like. And even the resources that we, that we use to kind of help teach us even some more about how to hear from the Lord. Yeah. And yeah, Satan's deceptions go, you know, he'll, he'll try to get you off course with your identity. He, Mm -hmm. he doesn't want you to be able to live within your sweet spot, to live in that place where you're actually using your gifts. Mm -hmm. And, and I come to find out like some of the gifts that I thought, Oh yeah, those are my spiritual gifts. Like, no, they're not. Those were just (laughs) adaptations that I had adapted into my life. And then almost kind of like they, they became my own personal gifts that I said, oh, these are gifts from God. And then now he is completely changing those around to where now he is equipping me and and being able to use my gift and the gifts that he's given me to be able to impact other people with. And so it's, we have to be able to identify really who our, what our true identity is. And it's, it can be rough. I mean, it can be rough to be able to really identify just really who you are. And here's, here's some of the truths for, you know, if you, if you're struggling with something, you know, if, if, if you're in a place of addiction, this is something that I had to, to come to grips with that I'm not an addict. That's what Satan wants you to think mm-hmm. who you are. Yeah. If he can make you think that you're an addict, then it's almost kind of like you're putting this lock and chain on this hope and this, this really this dream of being able to be free from that. Mm-hmm. And even like, yeah. even with alcoholism, like, I mean, if you're saying, oh man, I'm just an alcoholic. Well, it's like, yeah, that's what Satan wants you to think that you are, mm-hmm. but you are a son. You are a daughter of the living God who has called you to do great things for him, to preach his name, to, to be his hands and feet, to be the light, the salt and the light to this earth that preaches Jesus to them, the gospel. Mm -hmm. And that's who he's created you to be. We are yes, sons and daughters who struggle with these sins. We struggle with those things and it can be a myriad of of those things that we, we deal with. You know, it's like, I'm a, I'm a control freak. It's like, whatever it is, you can name it. And it's almost like you can identify, okay, like that's what Satan's deception has led me to believe that I am. Mm-hmm. And I hope that that brings some sort of like hope and glimmer to just the, where you are in, in your struggles and, and in your walk and your journey of life, really. And if those struggles that you are not what your sins are. Yeah. You're do not, or yeah, you, you're you, not you're not what you have done like the, uh, your yes. actions. You are who God says you are, period. Yeah. Like you cannot run away from your identity. Yeah. You can't change it. You know, your identity is who God says you are. Yeah. And he doesn't change, and so there's no changing your identity and but Satan would want you to believe that that's not true that, Oh no, it depends on how you behave and what you've done and you know, who you, yeah. I I heard it too, that, um, this is really good. You have to think about it for a second, but that you are who you think you are. Mm -hmm. If you think that you're an addict, you are an addict. You're going to be an addict. Yeah. If you think you are free from your sin, you're going to be free from your sin. If you think those things, you're going to be those things. 
So it takes that true Romans 12, one and two, that renewing your mind. Oh my goodness. Renewing your mind to those Ooh, things. Yeah. Really that's being a whole able to subject open. or a yeah, whole another topic is another episode is what it's going to be <laughs> <laughs> a whole yeah. another episode. Yeah. Or two or three. I don't know. It's going to be a lot. Yeah. But, but knowing your identity definitely, uh, was a big changer yeah. for us. Like it, it, it set the course for yeah this this healing that yeah. we've been on yeah and then you know now being able to okay like really identifying my identity now it's almost kind of like all right like I want to find out really like and mm. pursue this with yes. passion and and and, and heart because we and, all do built in that's who he we're made to discover that yeah. you know we have that desire that passion in us to know who we are yeah. to know we are loved and to love like you know we that's our passion that's mm-hmm. that's built into our dna yeah so yeah and if satan's gonna if he can keep you to think that you keep you offset of your your true identity it's gonna be a struggle and he's gonna have you exactly where he wants you to be and then but God wants something more, something that is more and, and better for you. Mm-hmm. And that is being able to live and work within the giftings that he has given you. I mean, when you think about it, if that is the case, you won't have any more stresses. It's not like you're going to be going to work. Okay, like this is going to be a, you know, clock in, clock out. I'm just here for my paycheck and I'm going to go. Like if you're able to work and and use your giftings the way that God has created you to be. It's almost, it's not even going to be work to you. I mean, Ken Coleman talks about this uh, so much in his podcast of just really being able to find that sweet spot of where you are, where your giftings and how you've been created to really go out there and make a huge difference. And that's exactly what God wants from, from all of us. And that's to be able to live in that place, live in that belief and that mindset of just really who you are and believing those truths and so yeah if we've made anything clear in this episode i hope Mm -hmm. that we've made it clear that it's like satan is going to try to deceive you of identifying the true identity that god has given to you and true humility is agreeing with who god says you are Mic drop. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. That is, true humility is that, is that. So, but we hope that this was an encouragement to you. And again, if you have been struggling with anything and you say, you know what, I just need to be able to talk to somebody about this, please feel free to reach out. Um, send us a, a note or anything. Uh, we got to put the, our email the, on the we should, thing, yeah. Because we haven't done that. Because you, no. yeah, you guys don't know our email. Yeah, I know. But we are, uh, well, yeah, we're on Facebook and stuff. So, like, if you know, if that's easier for you, then you can reach out to us on there. But yeah, we're definitely gonna leave our email so you guys can send us an email if that works for you. If you have no idea who we are, <laughs> absolutely, yeah, so. yeah. And so, we hope and we pray that you can begin to live in the true identity that God has created you to live in. Uh, I, I would love to see that come to fruition. I would love to see you and everyone that you know begin to live in that that place that God has created you to live in. Because I do believe that once we are all living within that place, then we can have more 
more of an impact to really push back the gates of hell mm-hmm. than what yeah. we've had. It'll look a little more like heaven on earth. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Heaven on earth. So anyway, we want to let you guys go and hope you have enjoyed this episode. Please feel free to leave any kind of comments or uh, questions or anything in, uh, below, and we would love to talk to you. Uh, please feel free to reach out. Uh, we're not going to bite. Uh, we want to <laughs> see God do his work in you and through you uh, mm-hmm. to make a difference in this world for the kingdom. And so we just pray that that's um, uh, an encouragement to you. And uh, we hope to see you guys again um, back here next week for another episode. And we're so looking forward to it. We don't even know what we're going to be talking about. But, hey, mm-hmm. that's the beauty of yes. going with the spirit in this one. Yeah. So, all right, guys, we'll talk to you then and uh, hope you have a great week. Bye, guys. Bye.